You're listening to the American Window Cleaning Magazine podcast, brought to you by Ettaray, the standard of performance since 1936. What a great guest we have on today, uh, Jeff Class. Uh, he's the owner of First Class Window Cleaning up in Wisconsin. He also serves as the chair of the IWCA Glass Committee. Jeff, thanks for being on board with us today. We appreciate you taking out some time. No, it's a very busy season and spring season in Wisconsin, so I uh, appreciate your time. All right, Mike. Thanks for having me. I, I can I can look out. Um, we can we can still see some of those, and you may remember them from your trips north. Uh, some of those real, real hard to get rid of large snow mounds that just won't <laughs> go away yet. Maybe maybe late May, early June, we'll have a little bit left, but yeah. Spring yeah. here, we're, the grass is starting to green up, and the phone is definitely ringing. Well, that's awesome. Um, so your uh, position, you've been uh, on this uh, committee, this glass committee, and even co-chaired it for a couple of different, for few, several years now. Right. And uh, this year, you're now the, the chair. And uh, so congratulations on that, first of all. It's a, it's a big undertaking. It's going to be a thankless undertaking at times. Uh, a lot of money spent on your, your end to do that kind of thing. And so uh, we appreciate your... Uh, uh, sacrifice, if you will, to do it, first of all. Um, this uh, topic I um, wanted to talk with you about today was these joint bulletins that many window cleaners may not even know exist uh, out there that the IWCA, the International Window Cleaning Association, and GANA, the Glass Association of North America, uh, co-wrote. They put these, they put information together uh, jointly uh, to one, uh, talk about the, the protection needed in the construction process, and then ultimately um, some proper cleaning procedures for, for glass. Um, what, what value do you see from the chair side of that to window cleaners out there, those two bulletins? Um, okay, well, the, uh, the protection bulletin didn't exist. There was nothing out there um, and my predecessor, Paul West, um, when he took over the glass committee uh, over 10 years ago, um, he wanted to kind of build, have a better relationship with the glass manufacturers because ultimately nobody wants damaged glass. The window cleaner doesn't want to scratch it. The glass manufacturer doesn't want their product damaged. And certainly the building owner, residential or commercial, doesn't want a, a damaged product turned over to them at the, uh, you know, prior to moving into their new building. Um, and, and really it, it, a lot of the issues window cleaners faced came down to protection. So the glass committee was tasked at that point, uh, Paul reached out to some uh, people at, the, at GANA, Glass Association of North America, and said, well, what about protecting it on site so that window cleaners aren't faced with so many of these problematic things to get off. Um, they were all for it, so we, you know, put our heads together and wrote some things, and uh, they had some ideas It went back and forth, and that's when the construction site protection and maintenance of architectural glass came out. Now, let me back up here. Last year, GANA, Glass Association of North America, and NGA, uh, National Glass Association have merged. So these bulletins, both of them have just been reissued with both of their logos and the IWCA logo on them. So, okay. um, so but, in that, go ahead. Yeah, in that, um, in that protection bulletin, 
there's some things in there that a window cleaner uh, really, I mean, would pay attention to and I would think kind of like. Um, there's a fr- phrase in there about uh, the the general contractor needing to protect the glass during the, the construction phases, of course. Absolutely. Then, then there's some other sentences in there, one being that it would be a good idea for possibly the contractor during multiple phases of the construction process to have additional cleanings done. So kind of uh, multiple cleanings on a construction site, that's got to be good for window cleaners. <laughs> it is great for window cleaners as long as these documents are getting into the hands and being um, adhered to by the building owners or the you know general contractors and things like that. Um, and we're working with NGA on making sure that they're holding up their end and we ask their window cleaners go to iwca.org, download them, member or not, you can all access them, download these, print them out and get them in the hands of your builders and general contractors and let them know that on on, on long projects, uh, we're primarily residential, low rise commercial for my window cleaning company, but we have, we have some custom builders where homes may take, you know, two, two and a half years to complete but they, they close up that house early on in the process, okay? Mm. And, you know, these windows are just getting, you know, they're, they're two and a half years of a construction process and a, and a non-landscape lot around it. And on high-rise buildings, it's even worse. We talked to some of our uh, high-rise companies, and Mike, you know you have a lot of experience with that, um, you know, where they, these buildings take years to go up, and then they get turned over to the window cleaner at the end, and okay, make it, make it look great, you know, yeah. or as in the job site protection, it says, you know, understand that on, on these projects, you may have to pay to have it cleaned numerous times. And it's not throwing good money after bad. It's, you know, it's really protecting the glass. And in many cases, the glass is one of the, if not the uh, largest financial cost of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's and there's some other, uh, you know, if you read it, I, I'm always a big believer in reading something and understanding it uh, so that you could explain it. But there's some other clauses in there as well that, you know, really give credence to, hey, um, if you didn't if you didn't take, you know, these precautions, then uh, there's, you know, and we'll talk about it in the next bulletin. But in this bulletin, it starts making reference to. Uh, hey, there's more aggressive techniques, but it could damage the glass for for whatever reason. We could argue till the cows come home about what the reasons are right now, but they're saying, look, it could be damaged, and so, right. um, you know, it's really just important to understand these things. Yeah, the paragraph you're referencing it basically says uh, uh, conditions that cannot be cleaned using typical glass cleaning procedures. A professional cleaner, window cleaner should be consulted for recommendations on more aggressive glass cleaning procedures. And the use of more aggressive procedure may itself damage the glass. So, it, I mean, it's, you know, it, it basically lays out the groundwork in this, that if the, if the glass isn't properly protected and, and cared for um, during the construction phases, there there's great potential for damage to that glass when it gets turned over to the professional window. 
Yeah. And I mean, it, you know, look, the, the bulletins are always written by very articulate people and vocabulary and all this stuff. If we put this in layman's terms, basically what that first bulletin says is, hey, GC, hey, general contractor, you've got to do some protecting during the, the process of building. The glass sits there. It gets hammered by dirt and wind and everything else, sand and getting hit and just brutally uh, taking on all these elements for two years, three years, five years in high-rise elements. And then you expect a window cleaner to come in and make it all go away. It's not going to happen. I mean, that's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> and, right. and that's that's not even taking into account all the trades that come before. Yeah, okay, window cleaning is traditionally one of the final steps, one of the last trades in, and all of the, you know, uh, we've got so many pictures sent into the glass committee from from mem you know glass committee members and non of job construction sites where you know the, the pouring concrete and it, if they put some viscreen up six or eight, you know, tape up some viscreen, and that concrete pour isn't going to get all over the the lower parts of the windows or. Uh, building runoff above four, five, six, eight floors. Uh, there was one member that had a sprinkler test done on the inside of a building. I don't have all the details, but the 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 water from the sprinkler test got on the windows and caused a hard water deposit problem on the inside windows. Okay, I mean, and and with just a little forethought and a little protection, um, that wouldn't have turned into a, a big restoration job on inside windows on a high-rise building. I mean, it, it basically, like you said, it comes down to, hey, general contractor, window cleaners aren't magicians. We need the same level of respect as your other trades, and your other trades need to protect their job sites, you know, pr protect their work areas. Would you agree with this, Jeff? I mean, I always like to talk to the audience a little bit about how, how to position yourself, how to sell this. Uh, you, so you get called out to a job site. I know the way that I would go about it and did when I had my business, these bulletins were available, um, is that I would start asking questions based on the bulletin. So as I'm walking around or the general contractor calls me out, I may start saying, hey, um, was there protection on the glass throughout the building process? Uh, depending on their their answer, you're going to kind of kind of lead them down the direction of this next bolt we're going to talk about. But it's like, oh, okay, um, there wasn't protection. All right, you realize that you know the, the GANA and IWCA, NGA, uh, they require that that glass be protected. Um, so okay, now what what will we do? Let's take a look at the glass. Would you agree that's kind of a process that you should be going through with with you know those that are hiring you? Absolutely. You have to educate and train your builders, educate your builders. You have to, if you're doing it on site and you're lucky enough to get a few minutes with them to walk around, um, you don't want to necessarily just come in and, you know, wave it in front of their face and go, man, you really screwed it up on this because you didn't protect, but you just want to kind of get them to where they, they need to understand that because A wasn't done protection, then B aggressive cleaning and potential damage is going to likely come into play here. And that, you know, the window cleaner should not get sandwiched in between those two factors. Yeah. And, and be responsible for it. And then, so that, that kind of leads us into, so we've got that, that uh, bulletin, uh, the next bulletin though, uh, we've got, so we're, we're talking with the builder and they're going to have to, um, they, they're going to admit probably that they didn't protect it. So now we're looking at, okay, you, you want us to clean it. 
and I'm kind of going off the top of my head, but that other bulletin deals with um, the cleaning procedures of glass, right. and you might tell me what the exact title of that is. I can't. can't pull uh, that one is called proper, and this was actually a rewrite. This 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 bulletin was it was out there, and and the short history of this bulletin was kind of it was kind of a little bit of a everyone know what that gesture is to the window cleaning industry. It was my understanding of the history is it was this was written by a couple of guys that had their idea of window cleaning was paper towel and windex um they wrote this with not a lot of technical infield knowledge everyone laughed at the old proper procedures for cleaning architectural glass products there's your full full title okay um they talked about the use of a one inch razor if any scraping need to be done and that was always a big joke amongst the window cleaners that had the original original version back in the day and they you know this thing was written kind of when the the relationship between the glass association of north america and iwca um being recognized as the you know most powerful voice for professional window cleaners when that relationship was a lot of this they came out with this and said okay we're going to come out as the voice of glass and tell you how to clean windows so again when my predecessor uh this was another big stone we had to push up a hill we said you guys don't know you guys being ghana you guys don't know how to clean glass we do we do it all the day you know all the time we'd like a shot at rewriting your proper procedures for cleaning architectural glass products bulletin and they said okay go ahead let's see what you got and this it has been reissued with the dual logos available member or non at iwca.org um it speaks to routine and non-routine cleaning so routine is your maintenance cleans your route works your things like that uh we also got water fed pole pure water use in there okay they hadn't i don't even know if they knew it existed um talks about your coated glass um talks about all of those kind of things when you get down to non-routine and post-construction cleaning and restoration which would be your uh hard water spotting and things like that uh it kind of it, it comes back to uh construction site protection which is the bulletin we talked about prior that's referenced in here so it ties the two of them together protect it or non-routine cleaning methods are going to need to be used okay um and then it basically says aggressive cleaning and restoration and it says such as the use of razor blades chemical cleaning and or mechanical polishing so this was the glass and it doesn't specify one inch or one and a half inch or six inch or four foot razor blades it just says such as the use of razor blades so we got the glass manufacturers to say if the glass isn't protected or cleaned you know maintained um we might yeah. have to pull out some pretty aggressive cleaning. So, yeah, and just just so window window cleaners can understand here, so it, it identifies uh, routine and non-routine cleaning. Definitely, so, there is a delineation. Yeah, routine cleaning is basically, and, and what's great is, as you were saying, Jeff. I mean, they had in there before paper towels and Windex, and you've seen all kinds of stupid stuff in the manufacturer cleaning specs. Right. And they recognize, and this should be good for you window cleaners, mop and squeegee. 
right. as an acceptable way to clean windows. Absolutely. And so we love that as window cleaners. Um, but that routine is basically you walk up, you dip your mop in a bucket, you mop it out, you whatever, you're going to clean the window, you're going to squeegee it off, towel it down, whatever. That's a routine cleaning. So there's that, and then it deals with non-routine cleaning. And that non-routine cleaning is the fact that, and they list it out. They say this could be, uh, there wasn't protection in the construction process. There may be caulk on the window. There may be drywall mud. There may be this, that, whatever, paint, overspray. All the things that we have to deal with as window cleaners to get off of there. And that's generally where damage happens. And and they're saying, look, that's a non-routine clean. More aggressive methods used, may need to be done because you didn't take care to protect it in the first place, and those more aggressive uh, means may cause damage. Correct. Sum it up? That's, yeah. per, that's pretty much it, yes. <clears throat> and so it's a beautiful thing if you really know it and understand it. Wouldn't you agree, Jeff, that it's – I think it's the easiest thing to defend. I mean, I <laughs> – the you, you come into a building, okay – uh, you didn't protect the glass. Okay, well, we we can do our job here. We can uh, do this non-routine clean. But, you know, since you didn't protect or whatever, um, I can't be liable for that, right? So I need you to sign this waiver. That's right. much easier than saying, you know what, I'm going to uh, whip out my razor and I'm going to scratch when I want, or I'm going to scrape when I want to scrape and I'm a window cleaner and sign this scratch glass waiver. Right, and whatever happens, happens, and you're leaving them holding yeah. the bag and walking away going, Hey, you sign, you know, I mean, you're basically laying out the case for why, why more aggressive cleaning methods were needed and you're putting the onus on protection and the builder. I mean, I did a quick search on the PDF of the uh, job site protection, the word window cleaners. Okay. Those two words together are used four times in that document. And one of the four is when it's internet international window cleaning okay association so only three times are window cleaning or window cleaners referenced in that document everything else in that document is about the builders and the general contact tractors and it's protection 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 okay this is this is putting all of the onus on them taking care of their job sites and the glass on their job sites so then if it's not done you come back to proper procedures again the glass this is we couldn't have just put anything we wanted in these bulletins and gotten the rubber stamp from Ghana saying, sure, whatever, okay? They went through it word by word. They came back to us. They There was some back and forth, you know, it was it ended up, you know, whatever. It worked out, but, uh, you know, they weren't happy with some things and we weren't, and, you know, that's called good negotiating. Um, however, this is the glass manufacturers. The NGA is the largest glass manufacturing sure organization association in north america especially now after the merger okay mm -hmm. they are basically saying you know so so if you come to your builder you'd walk them down that path like we discussed here's your protection now we have to go non-routine now i need you to sign this waiver because a and b okay it's you're you're just the messenger all you're doing is showing yourself as a professional educated window cleaner with documents backing you up from the glass makers, okay? And it should be a pretty, a lot easier sell than the scenario that we've been perhaps told yeah. to operate under for in the past. 
Absolutely. And I, I like to illustrate it this way. This, this is the, really the equivalent of what Gann is saying. Gann is saying, it's my product. Well, we put it out there, and you didn't take care of it for some reason. And so now you basically have to, you, you almost have to restore it because you, you, didn't, you didn't follow our guidelines. So now you got to restore it. And hey, in that restoration process, these guys might be able to get it done, but there could be damage that would occur. And Gann is saying, I'm not, we're not going to take responsibility for that. And nor should the window cleaner, by the way. This is a restorative thing. And, you know, you should have, it's, so it's like Ford producing a product and then somebody messing it up in some way. And then you call an auto body guy in and then you blame him if it doesn't turn out quite right. No, it, it doesn't work. And that document supports that. Correct. Yeah, yeah, both of them do. Right, right. And so it's really, guys, uh, if you haven't brushed up on these two documents, uh, to me, there's never been an easier uh, way to present yourself, not that awkward, oh, well, we want to use razors and this and that. It doesn't matter. It, they're saying, look, if you do non-routine, it could damage, and you should have done some, some due diligence in the first place. It's not the window cleaner's fault. That's a beautiful thing, in my opinion. I, I totally agree, Mike. So with that in mind, then, um, and I'm, I'm putting you on the spot here just a little bit on this question, Jeff, but those two bulletins, I know there was, there was word out there that um, the IWCA and you guys were going to rewrite the, um, the uh, waiver, and it was going to match up to these bulletins. And um, are, are you, have you guys finished that? Yes, that's, that is on the member's side of the IWCA website. Um, okay. so you do need to be a member to get that. Yep. Um, and that is, it's called non-routine cleaning slash post-construction cleaning liability waiver. Uh, it references both of these bulletins. However, we're going to have to bring it, pull it, pull it down for a short time, probably because on the, on the reissued ones, we thought they were going to keep the numbering system that Gana had in place. Uh, but they, for whatever reason, changed the numbering on them. So, what used to be TD010116 is now FB0100. So uh, people make work, make work. So we're going to have to come back into our waiver real quick and, and just change a little bit of the referencing numbers um, just so that it's, it's, it's in line with the most recent versions that we just got literally uh, Wednesday from NGA with the dual logos on them and things like that. So, uh, but yes, there is a updated waiver for IWCA members on the glass education part of the website. It references both of these bulletins and it comes back to, uh, I highlighted a couple lines before we started here. Um, mm -hmm. Insert company name, unless that's your company name, you'd wanna change that. Uh, will not be held accountable to replace any glass for any reason. Uh, customer agrees the labor and materials used to perform or attempt to perform restoration is fully deserving of payment, whether or not the glass reaches acceptable visual standards. Customer will make no attempt to withhold payment, back charge, or enter into litigation with, and in fact, holds harmless, insert company name, for the performance and outcome of this project. And that's, those are just the last, you know, the yeah. last parts of it. Um, you know, basically insert company name shall not be held accountable for any real or perceived damage, including distortion, cracks, scratches, and or breakage, except in the case of gross negligence. Um, I mean, it's a very protective waiver that heavily references the bulletins 
so it's a it's a cohesive system that we want to get in people's hands um, for educating their builders and and educating window cleaners about what's you know how how they can best move this entire issue forward yeah we the glass committee is really to be commended for that uh that rewrite it's it's uh beautiful well, you had a lot to do with it too mike so well <laughs> uh behind the scenes but yeah um it's you guys are to be commended for it it's um i guys it's a window cleaners document i mean it protects you so well it speaks right back to their language um man I, it's it's just done very very well and so i can't uh, if you guys are still using the old uh waivers and you're fighting or trying to figure out how how you would you know go about you know, getting a person to sign it, just get rid of that. Go to the IWCA website, get those bulletins, understand them, get to be a member of the IWCA, and then download that waiver. That that waiver could easily pay your membership uh, in protection day one. So please do that. Yes. Uh, Jeff, I appreciate you uh, explaining today what these uh, what these bulletins mean for window cleaners, how they can use them, and uh, I just really appreciate all your hard work, too, on the Glass Committee. Mike, thank you very much. This was a lot of fun, and hope to do it again sometime. Yeah, let's do it. We'll, uh, we've got more topics on glass that we can cover and talk about and explain to window cleaners. We'll do it again. Uh, again, thank you, and I really appreciate you being on. Awesome. You have a great day. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, feel free to subscribe and also leave a review, and you can read us anytime at awcmag.com.